Welcome back to another episode of the Casey Campbell podcast. Casey Campbell with you, of course. And we are pleased to be joined by the president of the Detroit Grand Prix, Mike Montrake, who is, of course, live from Indianapolis for the Indy 500 weekend. Uh, well, Indy 500 month of May stuff. But um, Mike, how are you? I'm great. I'm great, Casey. We're, like you said, over here in Indy and qualifying this weekend. Today's Fast Friday and qualifying starts tomorrow at 12 and always an exciting weekend and of course leading in you know to uh to an exciting Detroit Grand Prix now with the recent announcement by the governor that we'll be able to to fill the grandstand so we're, we're thrilled we're excited yeah so if you haven't heard the announcement that you guys put out this morning as uh it will be full capacity for the Detroit Grand Prix um for the June 11th through 13th weekend featuring the NTT Data IndyCar Series for the first time since 2012 we'll have the We'll have the Indy Light Series presented by Cooper Tires, as well as the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship uh, on the island for the June for from June 11th through June 13th. Mike, uh, I gotta ask you. A few weeks ago, I didn't think you. Uh, I don't think we would get full grandstands and stuff. Um, I think the original plan was six to nine thousand fans, and now it looks like um, we're ready to go. Yeah, it, we're we're thrilled that, that we're gonna be able to fill the grandstands. You know, one thing, Casey, I'll say that. You know, when we when we build the, the, the venue out on Belle Isle, you know, we start this planning the day after the checkered flag. So literally this year, June 14th, we'll start planning for next year. And as you can imagine, you know, after months and months and months of planning for reduced capacity and then starting our build out on May 3rd this year, uh, we had already planned and built that we were going to have a reduced capacity. So a couple caveats, I just want to make sure that everybody's clear. We won't have the regular number of grandstands there. Uh, we won't have uh, general admission grandstands. Uh, and so, you know, the capacity that we're talking about will still be reduced. Yeah. Um, but, it, but, it, but the grandstands that we do have there, grandstands one, grandstands two, both reserved, will be full, right? We're able to sell those 100%. And then we are able to have general admission, which originally under the governor's orders uh, from a, a few months ago that came out around uh, Detroit Tigers opening day, we could not have general admission ticket uh, goers at, during that time. So we planned this event in kind of three different phases. One of them was where we couldn't have general admission and we could only have 20% of the grandstands. Then she came out with her additional um, guidance around the golf tournaments and festivals, which included us, um, and that allowed for general admission. And then, of course, now this latest one where we can fill the grandstand. So um, while we will be able to sell as many tickets as we can, we want to make sure it's a good environment. We want to make sure it's a good experience for all the guests. And um, so, you know, a couple things as far as those general admission ticket goers, I just want to make sure that everybody has the expectation that we're going to have some viewing platforms up. Uh, and some really interesting areas to watch from okay. in turns turns eight, nine, and ten, and, and on the back stretch turns uh, in between right before turn in between turn six and seven. Um, but it won't quite be the full general admission uh, grandstands that that people are used to. So, okay. So, how many fans are you guys expecting on the island? Yeah, I, I would say we're still only going to be, you know, probably 30% of where we typically are. So, you know, you, you, you know, take our, you're, you're probably somewhere between 10 and 15,000 a day now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's good. Um, Absolutely. No, look, it's great. It's great. A couple things. Um, paddock access, is that still going to be the same? And I know that this has been a question as well. 
to talk about you know masks and distancing requirements as well yeah yeah some of them will still be in fact yeah i mean we're kind of shooting at a moving target here as far as um the guidance and we're going to follow whatever guidance is required and recommended by the state at the time of our event okay. and that again is somewhat of a moving target but where we sit right now is that if you are in an outdoor event you do not have to wear a mask and obviously we were we qualify as an outdoor event um, we'll still do all of you know the social distancing um, that's required as far as standing in lines and making sure if you're not vaccinated that, um, that we're going to have to rely on our our guests if you're not vaccinated to keep your distance from groups of people um, but um, but we're going to follow whatever guidance is out there at the time pretty uh, you know talk you talk about non-vaccinated how are you guys going to how are you guys going to know who is and who isn't because I think that's just a question generally with everybody I mean, you are fully yeah. vaccinated, I am, but how do we know who is and who isn't on the island? And how are people gonna know that? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And, and I've been summing it up this way, Casey, that really the experience that we want and the feeling that we want to portray is um, to oversimplify it is almost like going to the grocery store, right? Mm -hmm. When you go to the grocery store, it's an accepted practice these days. Uh, it feels safe. Um, but they're not necessarily taking temperatures or checking threat vaccination cards at the door to get into the grocery store. Right. And we're going to be much the same. Okay. Um, you know, big weekend for you guys. I know that, you know, fans will have access, you know, to drivers and stuff. And how, how's that going to be? Because, you know, as, as probably you can see in Indy fans are having some access to, to drivers and, you know, autographs, pictures, will that be the similar, the same thing when we, when we get to the Island? Yeah. And again, it, it's all rapidly evolving here, but we will have an open paddock. So anybody who has a ticket or a pass to the Grand Prix, just like in 2019, will have access to get into the paddock, which is the locker room of motorsports um, for both the IMSA and the IndyCar series. Um, so they'll be able to get in there, get up close, uh, not too close. You know, we'll have to figure out again as the um, guidance evolves here over the next couple of weeks, exactly how we manage that. But the bottom line is that we'll have an open paddock and people will get it, be able to get in there and get closer uh, to the teams than they would have if they weren't allowed in the paddock, right? All right. Um, you know, of course, you know, there's a lot of big storylines coming there. You know, drivers that are coming there, you know, you've gotten, yeah, Formula One drivers, NASCAR champions, um, an Australian supercar champion. You've you got a lot of big names coming out of the island this year. Absolutely. Yeah, no. And, and, and the biggest name probably for the U.S. motorsport fan is Jimmy Johnson. Right. Um, and I'll tell you, I, I admire what he's doing. He basically has said, I know I'm going to competitively struggle in this car, mm -hmm. but it's something that I've always wanted to do in my career and I'm going to do it for myself. And uh, he has gone out and fought every week um, and uh, and get got out on that track and running with IndyCar open wheel drivers that have been doing this their entire lives. And, um, and he's just doing it for the fun and he's really enjoying what he's doing. And I, I respect, respect the heck out of what he's doing. Um, and then, you know, the other ones you mentioned, uh, Romain Grosjean, who's gonna be uh, with us. He spent 10 years in Formula One and, uh, and Scott McLaughlin, who's coming with us from, uh, from Australia. And uh, he was with Team Penske in Australia as the uh, Supercars champion uh, the last couple of years. So, um, great line, not to mention, you know, Scott Dixon, Joseph Newgard, and all the other stars that typically come every year, um, 
a great, great class of rookies and a great, great uh, lineup of drivers. Um, our international uh, exposure in the IndyCar series because of all those drivers and new names, uh, I'll tell you, we're real popular in France with Romain. Uh, you know, it, you know, with, with Rhinus VK uh, winning last week, all of a sudden in the Netherlands, we're pretty popular, right? And then Australia, uh, all three of those regions, not to mention New Zealand with Scotty, uh, Scott Dixon and, uh, and Scott McLaughlin being from there originally, uh, very, very popular in, uh, in the international markets right now. So <clears throat> we've got Kevin Magnuson in the IMSA, in the IMSA series as well. Of course, he drove in Formula One. And also you have all these talented stars of in Indy Lights who, you know, who could be in IndyCar like Linus Lindquist. So you've got Kyle Kirkwood, Robert McGinnis, David Malukas, who is leading the points right now for the HMD team. So how exciting is it to have the Indy Lights series back for the first time since I think 2012? It's really, it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's for our fans. It's the, you know, it's the up and coming uh, drivers, like, in, you know, the ones that you would know their household names now in any car, a lot of them came through uh, Indy Light Series and in, in the road to Indy, you know, Pato Award, who won in Texas, Rhinus VK, who won last week here at, at uh, on the Grand Prix track at Indy, um, uh, Joseph Newgarden, Series Champion, uh, Simon Pagano came up through there and, and the Formula Atlantics at the time, but um, just uh, a number of stars that are currently uh, making, you know, uh, really strong headway in the IndyCar series came through the road to Indy. And it's really cool that we get to expose all of those up and comers from today to our fans so that they come, can come back to Belle Isle years and years from now and say, I, I remember that guy when he drove in Indy lights and I saw him then. And, you know, it's just kind of a cool little, cool little, it'd be like going to, you know, Tiger stadium and yeah. watching a mud hens game and then the mud hens leave the field and then the, the tigers come on and, yeah. and it's just kind of that, that type of an analogy. It's pretty cool. Of course. Hey, uh, I know we're a little short on time, but I want to ask you two more things. First off Corvette's back on the Island first time since 2008. And then yeah. of course, kind of explain how free pre day is going to work. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, the Corvettes were really excited to have them back. Of course, they usually overlap with Le Mans. And um, this year with Le Mans moving to later in the year because of COVID in France, um, we were able to get the Corvettes, the CR8s on the island. Uh, really excited. Um, have, haven't, uh, there's there's going to be a pretty exciting uh, unveiling too that I'm not quite at liberty to uh, to, uh, to to go into detail about yet, but um, but keep your eyes open for that one right. on the Corvette side, and then um, and then as far as the uh, free pre day, Comerica free pre day, uh, really excited to be able to bring that back. It's going to look a little different this year um, because of contact tracing and all that stuff. When we started putting tickets on sale, uh, we're going only we're, we can't really open the gates and let everybody in, yeah. <laughs> but tickets are free. You just have to register to get them. Okay. Um, and we are having a limited number of tickets this year, just because of everything we're going through with the pandemic and coming right out of it. But um, we were previously sold out of Comerica pre free, free pre day tickets. Um, but with this latest announcement, the governor will put, you know, an extra few thousand on sale on Monday uh, for free. You just need to go into our DetroitGP.com website and register for the tickets. All right, Mike Montre from the president of the Detroit Grand Prix. Thank you for coming on. And remember the Detroit Grand Prix, June 11th through June 13th. Get your tickets at DetroitGP.com. Thanks, Casey. Appreciate it.